Blog Talk Radio. Give a shout out to our online callers. Thank you for, for supporting. Thank you for tuning in. If you would like to participate in tonight's show, that number to call is 619-924-0845. And press that one to say that. To our callers who are on the line, if you haven't already, Press that one to join the show. We appreciate you and thank you for calling in. Tonight's show is sponsored in part by Swanson Smithy Media, 1-800-556-5207 for your small business solutions. Check us out. 
we do that too. Tonight we are happy to have a featured guest by the name of Teresha Wade. And just a little bit about Teresha. Uh, She is. She is the founder of two Christian-based programs called Parents and Teachers Helping Students. That would be PATHS and Parents Raising Achievement in Student Education. That would be PRAISE. She is the board of director for a nonprofit organization called Divas at Work. She is also a former contributing writer for the D.C. Examiner and a published author of My Thoughts to My Father, a collection of poetry. One of Teresha's Christian-based companies is the RATE Group, R-A-T-E Group, Real Anointed Talented Entertainment. The company specializes in brand development, social media marketing, advertising, and public relations. She provides services to a circle of clients that are pastors, gospel artists, authors, actors, and actresses, comedians, groups, business coaches, radio show hosts, motivational speakers, and consultants. And in May of 2015, Teresha decided to take her skills to the next level by starting She Praise Magazine, the blog. She Praise Magazine Radio, and the radio show has 12 shows on the air and are currently looking for more men and women to join their network as radio show hosts and blog writers. Teresha introduced to the world She Praise Magazine, the blog, because she has a mission to help empower, inspire, and support men and women looking for work in the entertainment business and help increase their potential. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to some and introduce to others Miss Teresha Wade. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? How are you? Um I'm great. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I just want to thank you guys for having me on tonight. Um Absolutely excited about this interview on tonight. And I just want to thank you. Um, you know, I heard about you through um, a beautiful, beautiful, talented, such a wonderful, spirited person, uh, Inked Lips. We know her by her poet name, uh, but Taylor Nicole Cassie. And uh, when I started researching, I was like, I was blown away. I'm like. This woman is amazing. Um, so I'm I'm excited to um, get into everything that you do, and um, hopefully a little surprise later after your interview. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I have wow. a question. <laughs> okay. I, I have a question. Um, who is Teresha Wade? Well, let me say, Teresha is a hard-working African-American woman. 
people has never had it easy, okay? It has never been any shortcut for me. I've had to create my own lane and my own space. I built a name for myself and paid a pathway for others to follow behind me. Most don't know how to read me, so people are mostly trying to figure out who I am. But I'm just Teresha, a woman of my word. That's exactly who I am. Wow. So um, what motivated you to start the uh, She Praise magazine and radio? Well, I would say um, because when others, you know, when you're in, you're in a place sometimes and you're um, in your own lane, you know, your own availability of what you can do, and sometimes others are not as supportive. So for my own lane, for me, I was in a place where maybe not many would allow me to step on their platform. Um, in the beginning, I couldn't understand it. So, you know, me praying about it, and God gave me She Prays because it was a platform that I could solely be on and I could also help others who have been in a position like myself. They're looking for an opportunity, but maybe somebody's not giving them an opportunity. Um, as she prays, it's a no-judgmental place. I don't judge people. I don't care what people's stories are. Um, the goal and the mission is that everybody has a story to tell. What's your story? You know, we're overcomers. We're survivors. Some are um, some survivors, whether it can be from um, cancer, from domestic violence, um, rape, you name it. So she prays it's just a place where it's a house, it's a place, it's home, and it's where you can feel safe, but it's a platform where we allow others to come on and to be able to share and tell their story to the world. Uh, that's awesome. Um, so... Now, how how hard was it to um, overcome obstacles, doubts, maybe possible fears to get where you are right now? Wow. It was a never-ending process because it's like the more you get, the more platforms you get to, the more you have to continue to get through the, over those obstacles. Um, you have to push away the doubts. Um, that constantly arise in your mind. Um, and you finally have to get to the place where you practice what you teach and preach to others, and it has to solely uh, be able to look you back in the face and say, okay, if I can tell others that this is how they have to be, you have to practice that own method to yourself as well, and you have to live by those particular um, principles. And you just got to realize, like, fear cannot be, it cannot be a part of your vocabulary. It cannot live where you live at. If there's going to be fear, then you're not going to be able to get to where you're trying to get to or where you need to get to. You're going to always see obstacles and things are going to always come your way, but it's all about how, what, when, where, and how you do things. And that's my principles. You know, do I constantly allow these things to keep me down or do I get up and say, I'm going to kick fear in the face today? I'm going to kick doubt in the butt today. What am I going to do? Am I going to allow this, these things keep overcoming me, or am I going to stand up and have the destiny that I should have, that I know I want to have? And that's how I look at things. Like there's always, when, when you get to another level, there's always something new that's at the door, but it's all about what you do to get to your next level. How bad do you want it? Yeah, that, that's, um, that's the question right there. 
So I wanted to um, get into one of your programs, um, PATH. Um, I would like to know, you know, what that program is about and how um, does that impact our community? Okay, so PATH, when I created PATH, which was Parents and Teachers Helping Students, back at this time I was in the education uh, system at this time, and I just saw where it was a lot of um, – I want to say where kids weren't prospering the way that they needed to prosper. And you have, like, maybe parents that, you know, you work 24-7, but you have no interaction with your child. You clearly don't know maybe what's going on at school, you know, or your child is failing and you don't know how to help them. So when I thought about paths, about parents and teachers helping students, I'm like, we all got to be on the same path. If the parents are on the same path with the teachers and the students, if we combine the three, it would be a win-win situation, but we had to get to a table where we can have those discussions, where we can have that panel and say, okay, what is it that we're not doing? What is it that we're not seeing? You know, if the teachers see one thing in the classroom and maybe the child is failing, how do you um, be able to assist and help them without um, falling, you know, without um, failing? And so you would have to be able to do things where, you know, just basically being able to sit down with them and say, okay, this is how we get from this point to the next point. So it's from teachers being able to sit with parents, parents being able to understand the teachers, and then parents being able to understand their child, and also the teachers being able to understand. So that's why PATH came along. Wow, that's um, that's uh, beautiful. So how long has that, um, how long has you, have you had the uh, program? I'm sorry, can you repeat that, please? Uh, how long has the program been um, in effect? It's, it's It's been over 10 years. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's, that's, um, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so where do you see yourself, she prays, has, um, and in, in all the other programs, where do you see it going in the next five years? In the next five years, I see paths and praise going into a level where it can be able to really help, you know, the school system still continue to be able to help um, the parents and the community to be able to prosper a little bit more, but also being able to teach, you know, a community that is lacking um, the knowledge of education, not understanding education, and a school system that clearly still does not understand what is going on in a um, community. A lot of times, you know, in education, they're fighting about it. So parents don't understand what's going on. And sometimes the school system is not understanding what the parents is going on. So with the program, I see where we're building the bridge or the foundation to keep them going, to keep them moving ahead. Okay. Um, and you you are a writer and author. Um. When did you when did you write the book Thoughts to My Father? I'm gonna say I did my thoughts to my father probably like about twenty twelve it may have been. And basically, you know, that was more so of me um expressing myself, you know, um 
Christian-based um, poems, of course, but me expressing myself, um, just things I wanted, I would want to say to God that I maybe could not say to others. And it was just like a personal diary or journal that I would write to God. That's all. Oh, that's awesome. So you write poetry. Ooh, we may have to get you to <laughs> do a little something later on. Um, and so you're you're the you're on the board of directors of um, the Divas at Work. And what what um, program is that? I mean, what what do they do? Well, Davis at Work was an um, organization that I had been a part of. Um, one of my good girlfriends um, created that organization, which was helping back in the community, helping women um, who had been through, like, maybe abuse and um, neglect and um, needed to better themselves. And stuff. So I ma- ma- mainly did the educational piece for um, on there, just talk about how to get funding and grants and how to do the connection um, through the program and also through the school system. So that was my piece of uh, what I did. But Divas at Work was an excellent organization um, that she helped the community, fed the homeless and stuff, and it's a beautiful program. That's awesome. Um, and you were also a writer for the DC Examiner, um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. When I um, did the writing for the DC Examiner, I did um, pieces in education, of course. Um, talked about grant and funding and um, after school programs. You know, where the after school programs really beneficial for um, the kids at school. What were they learning? You know. Was it a program where people were just getting federal funding and the kids were not being properly educated, or was it beneficial? So my pieces were more in education where I was bringing more light, um, more intuition to parents and the community about what was going on in the schools and if these programs were really legitimate programs that our kids should be in. That's awesome. Now, I really, I'm really interested in the um, – the great group, uh, the real anointed, talented entertainment. Um, and and it says you specialize in brand development. Um, uh, how how does that work? And and also how um, can people sign up for your programs? You know how do they um, do that? How do they get in touch with you as well? Okay, so when I first started doing the business that I'm um, doing now, it was the way which was real annoying talent entertainment. Um, and, of course, we specialized in um, everyday people, um, pastors and artists, gospel artists, um, actresses. Um, and then you're correct, doing brand development, um, brand imaging, consulting, um, helping individuals create a brand for themselves, an image for themselves, so people could actually see what it is that they're trying to do or you know, what's your image? What does your image, you know, really look like or somebody that you're trying to portray? Um, a little bit more of the marketing and advertising. Basically, we were like your personal media team for you to to bring more exposure um, to you. And mostly, mm. even nowadays, anyone can really get into it. If you have a mission and vision and you're trying to go somewhere, you could be an author 
and um, you could write a book, you could be a speaker, and you want, you know, more publicity. You want people, you have a mission. You just have a story to tell, and you have something where you can impact the community or impact people, and you want to be able to explore the information to them. So we help pilot you. We help get you started. We um, create action plans for you. You know, this is what you should be doing. This is what it looks like. Uh, this is how um, you should be standing. You should be talking. You know, these are the people you should be interacting with um this is your demographic area of content of people that you should talk to this is what your strategy piece um look like so basically it's just it's an overall management you know you some individual need people who come along and help them throughout and they say okay this is what my company looks like this is what i'm trying to do and they may not have all the answers so they come to somebody like myself who creates answer for them and say, this is what you should be doing and this is how you get there. So we don't just um, present an action plan, but we actually show you how to get there. And what's the best way to show you how to get there? Just like tonight, I'm on your show tonight. So this is me showing, you know, the clients, this, these are some of the things you have to do. You have to always stay in the know. People always have to hear about you and know who you are. People will not connect with you if they don't know who you are. That's true. That's true. Um, I I really love what you're doing, and I'm I'm loving everything that I'm hearing, and um, and I I see great things, and wish you well in all that you do. Um, when you when you look at our um, society today, versus maybe twenty thirty years ago, what do you see happening or not happening for our black men and women today and um what what can we do now um to make it better well i would say when i look at now and i look back you know years um ago some things we have improved and we we have improved where we have more equal rights that we have more rights of availability of things that we can do um I would say that there have been more opportunities that have been presented for us, um, more opportunities for us to be entrepreneurs on our own, to have our own, you know, land, our own homes, you know, um, being able to have more opportunities of educational rights, more so than 20 to 30 years ago. A lot of those opportunities were not on the forefront for us, but now they are. The only um, thing that I see that we're still battling for is equal on pay. And for women, we're still battling in an area where demanding to, to have the respect to being known, to say, hey, I can do the same job perhaps maybe that the guy can do, or why is this person getting paid a little bit more than what we're getting paid for? But do I think we have arrived? Yes, I do. I really believe we have arrived. And I just think if we keep our eyes focused on the prize, we would definitely get there and go above and beyond. But as a community, we have to stick together. We have to um, support, you know, one another. For instance, I'll just use the um, example of Monique about the um, Netflix. And um, people were quick to jump to say, oh, she doesn't know what she's talking about. The bottom line was I'm a woman and I've done this work. My resume speaks for itself, so doesn't matter that the next woman should it be another woman makes more than me because it, or should the same offering a deal come to the table at least give me the opportunity to be able to present myself in that light to see what I can do 
but not judge me by the character or judge me by the way I look. Oftentimes, a lot of times we're judging people when they walk in a room based on what they have on, what they look like. We're not giving them the opportunity to even articulate, to even speak, to see what they can bring to the table, what it is that they have, because we're so quick to judge based on maybe because they don't own a pair of red bottoms. Right, right. Um, wow. Uh, I I have a I do have another question. What can you? We have a lot of um, artists um, listening online and on our call line. Um, what um, what advice can you um, offer, or can you give a poet? for free um, on the show tonight? What what advice can you get them? I would definitely say um, be true to yourself. Do not give up on your craft. Um, if it is something that you sincerely want to do and you're trying to get to the next level, you have to be your own advocate. You have to get up and speak up and show up. Definitely go out and network. If someone invites you to a function, definitely go. Always be prepared um, to be able to present yourself in a light where people can respect you and just know who you are. The more you go out, the more that you're going out to speak, the more people will get to know um, of you. Invest in yourself. Um, stop investing so much in others when you have not invested in yourself. That's key number one. Make sure that you have your stuff, your brand. Who are you like? Wear items and stuff that symbolize who you are. Um, let people know who you are, you know are. Go to as many events as you can. Um, if if you get opportunity where you can get to a microphone and speak, do that. And the things that you think that may not be big because maybe they're not connected to the mainstream, don't sleep on the small stuff as well because all of that adds up. When people go back to Google your name, then the more they see of you, the more people will want to hear from you, the more they will want to have you on their platform. So don't sleep on the small unknown um, companies or stations or um, people that may just be starting out. Sometimes you may have to do something where you're not getting paid for on it. It's okay. Go do it. Because the more you do it, you're building up your resume, your portfolio more and more so that you can be able to go out and really when they come to that particular platform for you, you would be very well known at your craft because you either didn't put somebody else down or you didn't um, deny the fact of who you, you know, you are, own who you are and know your name and do it well. Right, right. Um, and that that even includes going abroad, but I think it's, um, I think, uh, it's more important to establish yourself in your own city because um, that way your city and state gets to know you and will back you when you go abroad. Uh, I, I like that. I tell people all the time, go get it. Go get it. Um, this is beautiful, beautiful stuff. Um, what life message? Your your story is very, very um, inspiring um, when you talked about um, how you began um, by not having nothing and making your own way. What life message to women who are listening online and, and on the uh, call line, what life message can you give to women young and old um, in following their dreams? 
I would just say um, be true to yourself. Live life to your fullest. Take care of yourself. Learn to, you know, definitely put yourself first. Um, don't be scared to say no sometimes. If it means um, if it means opportunity of you taking care of yourself, don't be shortchanged at the table, never let anyone walk over you, and don't be scared either to speak up. Definitely speak up. Know who you are, know your name, and know your walk. Awesome. So, um, <laughs> that <Okay>. was a horn. <laughs> That's our uh, station manager, the Kevin Smith. It is now time for a cipher, and then we'll come back and uh, ask you two more questions. Um, first, poet on the mic. Hello. This the infamous ink lips. Yes, this is. Awesome. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Um, I wanted to thank you for um, uh, getting the word out about your boss. Um, and uh, I want to ask you a quick question before you go into a piece. What is it like working sure. with? What is it like working with Teresha? Yeah. Working with Teresha is one of the best things that I've ever come across with. She is humble. She is understanding. She is reasonable. And she is so, she's so amazing to work with. And I enjoy every minute of every day that I get to work with her. And I'm blessed that she gave me an opportunity to express my craft and work on my craft. And I'm blessed to have a position at her magazine. Ah, uh, that's awesome. So, did you bring us some of your work? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you know, in every organization, there's always, you know, that vanilla stuff. Okay. You know, uh, even sometimes, even, even, listen, but hear me out. Even, even positive, even, even good stuff, good quality can sometimes be a negative. You know what I'm saying? See, like being on time all the time. For some people like me, you know, y'all might see that as being an advantage, but to me, I see that as being a negative. Somebody that's always on time, you know, you can't even be around and you gotta hide the weed when you come in the house, all that. But, oh my God, why would when, you? How what, is being what, on time what, what a negative the, outside of that? <laughs> who the fuck? Like, who really wants to be on time all the time? Like, nobody like a dude or uh, woman that be on time all the time. You looking at them funny? What? Can I ask my question? My question is, because they would just tell on you, like, you can't even do nothing around them. You can't do nothing. You can't even, you know, charge people a dollar sixty-five or a dollar a liter cup and get away with it at the register. And I know what I'm talking about. But anyway, my thing is, what was a, a positive, what may seem as a positive, which actually is a negative about Teresha, that you might not want to, because she's going to give you amnesty right now, I promise you, that you might not want to really tell it to her face, what you can say right here on the radio. You just want to get my butt beat, don't you? Hey. <laughs> well, Kill me. Honestly, it's, 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 
What? Oh, come on. She can't be that good. She can't be all that good. Like, she might She might say, she might be too perfect. She's too perfect. Like, she always wants things done to a certain a certain way. There got to be something wrong because she's, like, just perfect person. There got to be something there. Okay. I never specify anybody as perfect. She's just an excellent human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> you have to. You have to excuse him. He just got off work. That's okay. I I understand. I know. He just kind of ruffled some stuff. I'm going to find some. I'm going to find some. Throughout the night. Oh, my the night, goodness. All the people come. I'm going to find some. She perfect. She perfect. <laughs> no Elocks okay. in the world. Perfect. But I'm going to find some. <laughs> Zeke has a chance. All right. All right, am I good to go? Yes. All right. This is called The Cocoon. The inner woman was a myth in the eyes of the oppressed, limited to the one who gives her life. The layers of her thoughts lay dipped in his hands, controlling the pieces of what was hers and what was his. She was kept a secret, making her beauty lay diminished in his arms of trust and deceit. Her wings clipped, her ambition sorrowed, her spirit locked. The butterfly's land was complete with unchallenged control. The oppressor dominates all. She came into this world unknown. She looked to the sky for the infinite dream. Her guide is her heart, the trust of her pride, looking for a way to bring happiness to herself in all ways possible. She is lost in the eyes of what beauty isn't, consumed by the walls that have forsaken, moved, and grown her. Little did she know she was growing strength through slumber. Underneath the blossoming flowers and sweet nectar breeze lay the beauty of divinity. The flare of her voice, the span of her wings, the beauty she had within her is the greatest joy that was brought upon this earth. We lay to watch the cocoon unfold. This is a war that a little butterfly is going in on her own. She may stumble, she may fall, she will fight the oppressor and all, her wings dented, her spirit unsure of. She is still our little butterfly. Reborn. And peace. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, at this time, we're going to put you on the couch and go to the next poet. Uh, we need you to stay uh, on the line. Uh, we may be coming back to you. All right. Peace out. All right. Thank you. Inklet. Ladies and gentlemen, next artist on the mic. All right, thank you. Next artist on the mic. Hello, welcome to Seda. Hello. 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 Is this Mr. Meadows? This is. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm glad you're here. I'm gonna get out of the way. Your mic. Thank you so much. Uh, to the guest. Um Thank you 
for being true and obedient to what God has called you to do. Change lives. That's what we all should be doing. So thank you for that. I'm going to do a piece. It's called Cleansing. I need to be cleansed. Oh, Lord, you're the only one that can truly comprehend. My soul thirsts for your word. All that my ears have heard, what my eyes have seen, I'm still confused by what it all means. Help me heal through this mess. Please take away my stress. Hold me in your arms and embrace me. Grace me with your presence. I need to be sheltered just for a little while from the fiery darts of the enemy that has taken away my smile. I wondered if I still had joy in my heart. Then I awoke with a brand new start. Each day is a struggle, so I look to the hills to find solace and refuge. I refrain, refrain, and the sorrow kills, kills me deep within to feel like I'm all alone, lurking into the unknown, the uncertainties about past, present, and future, trapped in my sin, not knowing what's in store. Help me, Lord, I cry out, loudly enough with much doubt about my actions as a mere man, when will you reveal your game plan? You sit on your throne and look down on me. Am I not holy? Your word has the ability to cleanse. Your grace gives me ease. How can I come to your throne? Asking for forgiveness and blessings alone. I need more from you. My lips don't always say what's true. I ask for an abundance of your power. The same power that raised the dead. Power. Power that can cleanse a bleeding woman. Job never cursed you, yet he was a mere man. Mary worshipped and washed your feet with her tears and dried them with her hair, a truth told for years. Purpose, Lord, show me through your word. In peace. Wow. Uh, um, I like that. I appreciate that. Uh, And I love how you got the... uh, the uh, people um, by example from from the word. Um, I, I love your work and it's important. And uh, I would like to hear more of it. Um, I, I remember hearing you say um, that you're new, so um, I'm glad you're around. Uh, your work needs to be heard. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is Stan Meadows, next artist on the mic. Welcome, say that. Hello. Hello. Hello, who do we have on the mic? Hello, can you hear me? Good good evening, this is Ivy the Poet Yes, I can hear you say that How are you, Queen? Yes, ma'am, I'm good This is one of my favorite poets, ladies and gentlemen Ah, gee Yes Um, (laughs) The mic is yours Thank you, Queen And you are one of my favorites as well And uh, respect to the feature on tonight Um I've been listening, great nuggets she's been giving. So this piece is called uh, Absentee. Mm-hmm. 
The absence of you in my life I didn't know how to pick a man or be a wife A whole part of me that held no entity No identity of who I really be You, you stole that from me Locking the door, taking the master key, frantically banging, tears flowing desperately, wanting to be free, cold, cold, colder, fatherless, no resting shoulder, leaving me to wander in this world, a grown woman but trapped inside a frightened, timid, love-seeking little girl. You never gave me direction, so I opened my heart without using protection to those whose intentions was to hurt me, to flee. That was their rendition, to leave me in a fetal position. Position. It was your fault that they became my poison, causing my heart to become frozen. I had no say-so in this life. It was chosen. I'm the one who has to live with all the rejections. All the erections, the disrespect, the neglect. I can't escape the rapes that play over and over like a never-ending cassette tape. Boombox, hands can't turn back time on painful clocks, echoing tick-tocks inside my head. So many times wishing that I was dead, but instead I live. As I hold onto the rage, not wanting to forgive, as you get to lay in a quiet grave, while I'm left to fight these demonic thoughts, slaves that are trying to hold me down, spellbound, walk around wearing a smile, but deep inside, bondage to a frown. I hate that you were never around. I wonder what I did for you to hate me so much, to hate my existence. Hating my guts. Was it yourself with me, my life that you didn't trust? Did you not want to feel my touch? Was it my eyes that you despised? Were you in denial of me, believing your own lies? Could I have been a surprise? Or was it my gender that made you surrender? I mean, you were the one who chose to plant your seed inside of my mother for me to be conceived. When I manifest, you leave. Now I'm here in the flesh, a life full of chaos, unanswered questions, and stress. God, I want to beat out your selfishness. How could you not have any repentance for what you did? God damn it, I was your kid. It didn't matter. You just went on with your life, not even knowing if I was all right. You left me to fight all these demons on my own, leaving me feeling that like my house was never a home. So I fight hard and cut through the bother and turn it over to my heavenly father, who's showing me that his love is stronger. Yeah, you feel me? His love is stronger than any absentee. And this is for all of those who stress about being fatherless, Yeah, I know you feel the void. However, the way he left, know that God can take away all the hurt, pain, all that mess, and give you rest. Yeah, he may be gone, but that don't mean that you, you ain't blessed. Try his love, put it to the test. 
He's going to show up. And in your life, he's going to finesse on love. Man, stay blessed. Aji, that's that piece. Oh, goodness. Um, Teresa, are you still on the line? Yes, I'm here. What did you think about that? I'm very deep. I love it. Very good. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was dope, sister. That was real dope. Thank you, Queen. I appreciate that. Um, that's uh, like a soul searching, um, lay on your face kind of. Wow, you know. <laughs> I'm 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 loving everything that you're doing. I I really really appreciate and have. Um, more respect for the resurrected queen. Bless you. Thank you for all that you do, and I love you. I love you too. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, I the poet. Uh, Teresha, I wanted to ask you yes, a question. Please. Will you read something for us? Well, I kind of knew you were going to go there tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Okay. All right. I'm going to, one of my old school ones is entitled, I Am. I know you whisper behind my back trying to figure out who I am and why I'm here. You give me so many looks, curious facial expression, head shaking, saying, oh, no, she didn't. Stopping your girlfriend's shoulder, edging them on to initiate a giggle. And someone bold enough shouts out, who is she and why is she here? Who invited her? You're in total shock and disbelief when you see the host and hostess stand up and go embrace the one individual you think you hate the most. I'm presented to some and introduced to others. I am that woman you wish you could be. I'm that brother you want to have. I'm that sister you want to support you time and time again. I am a child of the most high God who serves her God unconditionally. I am that prayer warrior who prays without ceasing. I'm a soul that cries out and worships her God, not because it's the new thing or faith to do at the time, but because of who I am. I am and always will be first a woman of God. Ah, that was beautiful. Like, I have chills now (laughs) after hearing that. That was beautiful. Um, I have one more question. When you look back on that, are you happy? (laughs) You know, I'm in a place now where I'm as happy as I can be because I start to put me first. Um, I used to put myself last, and I used to always want to do for everybody else. But right now, I'm living the best of me because I'm learning to put me first. So I'm most definitely happy with who I am. That's beautiful. Um, thank you so much for um, coming to do the feature. Um, thank you for letting us get to know you and get to know your work. Um uh, if you could shout out how um, we can all get in touch with you, let us all know 
how to get in touch with you um, to get into some of the programs and um, be blessed by all that you're doing. Okay, so if I'm on social media, I'm on every social media platform there is. She Prays um, Radio Magazine is on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Snap. We're on IG. Um, you can reach me on any one of those, or you can go to my website, which is Gilmore Consulting Agency dot com and it has from she prays from the rape group to actually everything that I do. You can simply just DM me and I'll definitely respond back. If it doesn't if it's not me, Taylor would respond back or two of my lovely assistants, one of them would definitely respond back. It's not hard to get in touch with us um at all. And I look for look, you know, for people to reach out. Um we're saving the best for last. So if you're ready to do some things, definitely connect. Call at me. Um, if you're trying to take your spoken words or whatever you may do to a whole nother level, connect with me. Let's do some things together. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Taylor, if you're still on the line, can you drop those links um, on the event page for us? Um, it, it has been a blessing. Um getting to know you and hearing you. Thank you again. I thank you guys for having me on. I really thank you. And I thank everyone who has dropped some spoken words on tonight. You guys are totally dope. Continue to do what you are doing. Don't stop. Go all the way to the top. Make people know who you are. Let them know your name. Awesome. Um, if you, if you'd like to, uh, continue listening in. We're going to get into some more of the poetry. Um, We've got some dope artists uh, lined up and uh, they're ready to let loose. Ladies and gentlemen, Teresha Wade. All right, next artist on the mic. Welcome to Say That. Hello, next artist on the mic. Well, Teresha, are you still on the line? All right, what we're going to do... At this time, I'm stuck in this paradox, squared in, but falling off a cliff to some place unknown. Because what I thought love was, it couldn't have been. Because every moment with you feels just like heaven. 
And if love is true, then I'm all in. Feel all the entrances just like the Egyptian pyramids. Just leave a window for the angels to peer in. And let them celebrate our love with teardrops from heaven. (laughs) I can't help it. I'm unable to listen to music because thoughts of you ring louder than anything I could play. I guess what I'm trying to say is that you're my song. And though I've tried, I can't help the way the words form. I um, I think I'm falling, freeze-diving, somersaulting, eyes open wide, and for the first time in my life, I feel like I can fly, and so I write. And I don't ever want it to leave, and I don't ever want to pollute it with the evils of me. Because, see, we're so easily deceived with facing our reflections blindly, but when I look at you, I see that you're just like me, and you're shining the light that I'm reflecting. And how likely are the chances the universe will create circumstances to bend the earth's rhythm for us to find love again. And the state that I'm in could never stop the state that I'm in. And the plate that I've been given has all been worth it. I sit at this table and I would eat it all again because love is worth it. I would waste nothing because I'm not in a hurry. Life is but a dream, they say. And if this was you, I'll happily surrender my life jacket to the blind and float. Soul barefoot, hanging my toes over the side of this boat, reciting the lines that love wrote. And I hope you've decided not to row. So let's untie these weights and let go. And I'll say it slow. Dear love. And it's that peace. Area code four two four. You're on the mic. Hello. You say that this is Anthony Arnold. Hello. Oh, awesome. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. Can't complain. So did you um, catch some of the uh, the interview with our feature? No, I, I I I didn't get a chance to, but I will definitely listen uh, on the replay. But no, I'm 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 sorry I didn't get a chance to. Okay, I know you brought something, so I'm going to get out of the way. The mic is yours. Got a piece for you called um, "Say Can You See." Can you see Another unarmed black man in the street Shot in the back With a phone in his hand By the doors 
He's got a gun. 41 shots ring out. Oh, no gun here. Put this one over by him. What so proudly we hail. Make America great again. Uh, excuse me. Maybe it was great for some, but for others, it never was. At the twilight, last meeting. A little girl escorted to school. A governor stands at the doors of the university. Separate but equal was the term used. No how, no way. From 1619 on, we belong to another. Enslaved, killed on a whim. And still today, we are killed on a whim. Enslaved, well, that's another day. That's that piece. Wow. Thank you for that. Um, a lot of truth in there. A lot of truth in there. And I did not know you sang. So I, I don't do it very new. often. <laughs> <laughs> Learn something new. So I'll be looking forward to hearing you sing a little more often. Um, but that, that, that was a lot of truth in that piece there. Uh, we thank you so, so much. Um, please stay on the line. We'll try to uh, get back to you uh, towards the end of the show, do another seed round or something. All righty. I'll be here. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Arnold, next artist on the mic. Hello. Hello. Who do we Hello. have on the mic? Hey, this is Quan, the poet from North Carolina. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, you are in for a treat. Um, I (laughs) heard this this artist on another show, and I was Mm -hmm. asking everybody, who in the world is this person? And they said, Quad the Poet. So the (laughs) mic is yours. I appreciate it. This piece is called New Slavery. I'd be damned if I could find Jordans on Payless. I'd be a sucker if I could grab the latest clothing wear on a thrifting rack. To little mama in the foundation plantation. Master cover girl got you palimo credit and voices. Those weapons that'll scar you mentally you can't stay above surface. To my black queens that's getting discouraged. Hit me beautiful features up. Don't give up on life because another sister's skin lighter. We all blessed by the highest power. New slavery. Sad that television not corrupt us. News channels only reporting the negative. Facebook users only sharing the ignorant and letting that stupid shit get viral. While my poetry is slow burner, I would call that torture. Why the negative is sorcery. The new slave on it goes is to keep our minds chained, even though we broke the physicals. Feeling like what we need to feel free is stuff that's really holding us down like a ball and chain. They took our crown. 
back in Egypt, that's where we rule. The, the, the Nile is where we drank. No dear parts, bank with royalty. Black don't crack like a perfect cake. Anointed by the great, protected by the best. Why the enemy throwing shots? I put on my bulletproof and poetic vest. Shoot all the ads at me saying what the world think I should rock and support be saying what I got on isn't enough be I'd rather be in a hoodie and pants that'll fit me with a belt on no sagging that's how they portraying a black man this time saying all is finer than wine when they killing youngsters with futures saying we're animals so they throw us in cages and the system that's supposed to help us is what's really against this new slavery tired of being on the sidelines wishing. I'd rather be in the game, scoring and facilitating for other poets that's trying to make a name, that's writing for their pain, that's dodging slave on his goals like a 1-800 number, also not letting materialism becoming the main focus. They care about the people and our struggle. Respect goes out to those poets with a mindset like mine. They care about the people like I that want us to get change arise. That's more hurt by black-on-black crime, yet weep more when the officer don't get time for killing a brother that can't breathe. Or how about 17 shells inside his tail? Bullets in the brother back, no jail time while he getting pat on the back, being told congrats. Another talented, blessed, anointed nigga killing America. Something we don't have to worry of, new slavery. We got to do better, Miss America. And that's that piece. Okay, so there were so many things that you dropped in there. Um, I like the right. part about um, how they try to portray us um, and how you threw mm-hmm. in the belt with no sagging. Uh, right. I, I like that. Um, and there's um, a whole bunch of uh, jewels in this piece. But sure. one of the things I liked most while you were spinning was I could hear the paper turning. To me, that is so dope that people still write. They still write things down. And uh, that that is so important, and that is so dope to me. Sure. Um, I I love your work. Love, love, love your work. Thank you. Um, I want to hear more. Um, Any shows that I I come up with, I'll hook you up. Uh, There's a show tomorrow on Wolf Hours. You need to uh, check that out. I think you'll enjoy that. Have Mm -hmm. a good time over there. Um, okay. But yeah, let everybody know where they can uh, find you and get in touch with you. Uh, you guys can find me on Facebook, Quan the Poet. That's Q U A N T H A P O E T. And you can find me on, if you have a Twitter, at Carolina, uh, at Carolina Quan. I have a Instagram at QTP underscore 21. Um, but yeah, mostly. Uh, I'm more active on my poet page on Facebook, though. So, uh, again, that's Q-U-A-N-T-H-A-P-O-E-T on Facebook. But thank you so much for having me. You know, I really appreciate it. Thank you. That. Thank you. And uh, I enjoy your show. Oh, good. hope you uh, come back. We'll be back in two weeks. We, uh, we air every sure. other week. All right. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Quan the poet, um, uh, gifted young man. Next artist on the mic. Good evening. Good evening. How you doing? It is the professor, y'all. 
the professor is in the <laughs> field. So <laughs> How are you? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Just relax. Well, look, the, your yeah. mic, your mic. <laughs> all right, all right. So, uh, this piece is titled uh, "Why Do Brothers Kill Brothers." Why do brothers kill brothers? Now, this is not biblical in nature. Not that Cain and Abel flavor, but, yeah, here's that but. After wonder did that thunder from the highest voice give us choice to kill one another, especially a brother killing another brother, for whatever, first born and first to die. Is it down to the way you liked his and not mine? Centuries of time and we still killing our own kind. Even during those rough times when shade was all that mattered. In the midst of all that struggle, we still managed to keep ourselves shattered. Now folks are gonna argue or point fingers at our oppressors, but we did progress over the blood of our ancestors. It just seems to be some void in history where we learned it's easier to dwell in misery. And brother Jack killing me. Everybody packing heat on the streets where we meet, where we shop, where we feast, then some beef, and we flee from each other. Two brothers facing the same drain, the same strain of society that could give two fucks about what set you claim. Is somebody like you, Bless? So you spread lead to get the lead on a brother like Z? No, this is not biblical. Not these street life rituals, but I bet you all, a brother going to fail another brother in some way. Someday, man, someday, disputes will be disputes and we can walk away. Nobody's going to back down. Is it because we clown and persuade with the phrase B-A-N? I'd rather express it that way. You know what I mean. We died over minor shit, striving for that finer shit. Dividing up the spoils from that crime and shit. I want to party in the hood of my choosing without losing my life. Chicago sounds nice. Houston, Texas. Philly for breakfast. New York for the scores from Leather Tethers. I dig hang with brothers from other cities. But when they see me or you, it's like we interlude. I'm like, we intrude. Brother, dude. The cops shoot at me, too. But why you? I'm not from this avenue, this boulevard of hard living, so I'm barred from living anywhere I wasn't born. Brother, come on, check where you at. A six-by-eight mentality with the barred door that locks from the outside. Imprisoning yourself with the system alibis. It doesn't explain why a brother has to die. The police are one thing that's truly suspect, but I don't see the police when another brother is the subject. Fathers losing sons. Fathers losing sons by another father's son. Is that why it's so easy to get guns? Because they know we're going to take each other out with them. Is the embarrassment of an ass whipping worth a coffin with eyes dripping tears? Years of just out killing our own each other's shit? Phones with videos revealing that shit. We could own every city, but our wits are just on survival. Why ride with each other when a brother rises up? 
brothers killing brothers with empty cups. Man, I'm stuck. We way east of Eden in the land of Nod. Brother to brother, y'all better wake up. My peace. Wow. Um, <clears throat> this is a deep piece. Uh, one of the parts that really cut is uh, fathers losing sons to another father's son. You know, that right there, that's deep. Uh, and and it, it it hurts because that's what's going on. You know, uh, one day, one day we'll wake up. I uh, hope it's not too late. I appreciate you. Uh, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Joe, the Virgo Mind Dancer. You can also find him on Facebook as Joe Perry. Um, it is the top of the hour. Uh, we want to give a shout-out to our online callers. Thank you for calling in and supporting us, as always. If you would like to get into tonight's show, if you would like to participate, Please call 619-924-0845-619-924-0845. This is a Manifest Destiny radio production, and tonight's show is sponsored in part by Swanson Smithy Media, 1-800-556-5207 for your small business solutions. So check us out because we do that too. To our callers on the line, thank you so much. We appreciate you. If you haven't already, go ahead and press that one to get on the mic because we love the way you say that. (laughs) All right, next artist on the mic. In the building, it's King's Cadence. What's going on? The bar and the barbarians, the barbarians. Okay, so like, all right, <laughs> y'all, I've been sharing this joint. <laughs> it's called Back It On Up. Now, I'm a, I'm an older woman, but listening to that, I was trying to find my twerk. I really was. Y'all need, y'all need to check him out. He does poetry. He's also a lyricist. And he dabbles in music and videos and all kinds of things. And um, I know another secret about him. I don't know if he's going to reveal that. But (laughs) this is a dope artist right here, King Cadence, everybody. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm definitely loving the show. uh, definitely loving the positivity of the feature, most definitely. She uh, had a lot of good um, jewels and things that people, you know, that's the thing. You have to kind of share information with each other. You know, it's not about, you know, everybody's so concerned with the rat race and being the number one person that, you know, we can all get there or at least help each other get there. So it's, you know, I like, I like you know, when you're talking about togetherness, you're talking about language, so. Yeah, you know, it works out. And everybody else was vicious, you know. I, got, I mean, you had the All-Stars on. The verbal mind dancer, you know, Van Meadows killing it. Good gracious. Uh, Michelle Obama, um, H.E. the Poet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody, man, it's it killing it. So, yeah, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Well, I'm going to get out of the mic so you can do the same thing. <laughs> Your mic. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, okay, um, mm, I haven't done this one in a while, so I'm going to do it tonight. Uh, it's called uh, The Recipe. Uh, okay. Her name seemingly symphonic, the sweetness of her voice embedded in my memory. And what wizardry is it she that hands free is filling me, but still it be the source of energy that's taming my energy and I've fallen deeper than alone, never weep again, no creep again, no seeking of side pieces or love defining me. I'll never cheat again. Her gaze amazing to me. Patient truly, I let the world see your greatness through me. Confessing this without state separate is still a blessing I'm messing with. I'm guessing it doesn't lessen my urges to feast. And you know what? Again, that table etiquette, chin with this napkin underneath, so feed daddy medicine. Show me why you're the best again. Ah, uh, you need rest again? Playfully, she's engaging me, erogenous zones, racing spots, A through G juices, raging free with grace tastefully. I'm not wasting a thing. I need you out of eye when facing me, that grace scripted face dripping, nothing going to waste, sipping. I taste it just, damn, baby, is this all you? Her intensity while filling me, I bask in her aura, that awkward kiss serpents licks to Mrs. Orphosis, and she drips ecstasy. I y'all lap her expectancies lastly, confessing to me the contents of a very recipe. Damn, I think I need a minute. Those kisses wildfire my soul ignites and I know it's right and her spirit moves me to the light. That's poltergeist and she holds me tight and giving me life late nights with that anaconda leg vice and the moans priceless and she whispered, don't stop and tonight there will be no dry spots. And that there is the recipe. And as always, I am Red Wolf of that DSR and this old damn day. In peace. Um, <clears throat> so what, can you explain the anaconda leg bite? I'm sorry, what you say? Can you explain the anaconda leg vice? Oh, <laughs> anaconda leg vice um, is when, when, um, how do I put it? This is grown, grown show. When you are orally pleasuring a woman and she locks her legs around you, so you have a choice between breathing or feeding, and I call it anaconda leg vice. You know. Okay. Okay. My innocence has been stolen. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I asked. Um, your work is dope. Um, so dope. And it's like um being on a ride, um when when you're sitting at cadence. Um and only a true lyricist can do stuff like this. Like the way you manipulate, um you you you're a dope maestro with the words and uh that's that's pretty cool. Appreciate you. Uh it's, I'd say I'm only I'll be honest, um no matter what I write or what I do, I'm only as good as my inspirations. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I'd like to thank y'all for having me. I'll definitely be around if y'all do the speed round thing. Uh-oh. Well, let everybody know where they can find you um, on Saturdays. Hello. Uh, I'm sorry. I, 
<laughs> um, well, it's every other Saturday. I am on, um, well, myself and Black Rose. Um, well, actually, Black Rose is the host. Um, we have the um, All Star. We just changed the name. You got me on the spot. I'll put it in the uh, I'll put it in the event page. I can't get my thoughts together. I'm I'm trying to get through the poem in my the yeah. All Star Show on DSR uh, on Saturdays with Black Rose and King Caden the Barbarian. Uh, <laughs> shout out to King oh. Spade. And everybody over there, uh, thank you for See, coming. about to get me fired. See, messing with you. <laughs> I ain't knowing. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I helped you out. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks. Uh, like I said, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, King Caden, next artist on the mic. Yo. Um, no, nah, I don't. I don't know who that is. Who? 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 Yo, <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Oh, I see y'all being. Stop. I know. <laughs> very uh, you know, positive, inspirational and shit. So I got some positive inspiration too for everybody listening. <laughs> uh, if you gonna go bareback. Be sure to be real picky on who you bear back with. And if you ain't that picky, be sure to pull out. That's uh, <laughs> metaphorious positivity for this evening. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, Mr. Metaphoria, a.k.a. David Mott, a.k.a. the very white of poetry. Look, y'all need to go to his uh, YouTube page. He's got these videos below it. Uh, my favorite is Raise Black Life. You need to check that out. Um, how are you, sir? And he's over there at uh, Wolf Hours. He'd be cutting up and just messing folks. So how are you? Thursday night in the den. I'm having a blast. <laughs> uh, you know, I had to come through to say this with say that when I say it the way it was said last time and say it again next time and all the same <laughs> shit, you know. Um, Thursday. Everybody's been, uh, like I say, it's been a very PG-rated show tonight, and that's beautiful and wonderful, and y'all had off the call, and y'all passed the collection plate around and shit. So I knew, I said, well, shit's going to take a turn once they open my mic up, and I heard unmuted. I said, oh, hell, here we go. So, but, you know, it happens that way sometimes. I am glad to be here, uh, bring some of my amateur ink through here, Oh, no, 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 stop that. Quit playing. Don't, don't listen to this amateur crap. He is no amateur. He's been doing this for almost forever. He's got books out, y'all. Okay. Don't, don't, don't listen to that. He's full of it. So I'm going to get out of the way so you can stop lying on yourself. And yeah, let, so, so let, let me have my uh, amateur night at the Apollo. Right here would say that when you say this and you say it's the most. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to spit this piece so I can get my, uh, out your way and shit. The piece is called Conversation. Sometimes it's sad, but I can't run away from it. Feeling crazy on a daily as I plummet. 
But what hurts so bad is the dreams I have also nightmares and no curse words. That coming. 34 times I've gone the sun around, but by the time she brings my son around, his next words will be, Dad, gum it. So, I just like to find solitude. In a world filled with twists and turns, bullshit that burns and scars from the lessons I've learned. A hard pill to swallow. Choking on ass if it was solid food. Still trying to remain a solid dude. Wondering if this is my calling. But fuck. Feel like I'm falling. Is it an accident that this happened? In between the lines, still asking why this happened. A few fans making a few sounds, but even through all the new, I've always known I can never outdo those fucking ten rounds. In inner creativity running rampant when I'm daydreaming, but I can't even hear the plans over these voices within my head screaming. Battle between an angel and a demon. One page in a million thoughts, I try to cram it all. Can't resist the temptation of the elation of these fucking tramadol. To pinpoint the pinpoints of this prim and proper poetry perfection, suggestions of a pill popper. Perfection is only imagination. No reality in actuality, just imagination. Wondering if this is my calling. But fuck, I feel like I'm falling. Same face with a new name. Same place, but in the space they vanish quicker than Hussein. And if you saying, why do I scribe your tears upon window panes? I know that you should have been your, but I've been here before. Typos ignored as I explore your window pane. Many high fives, but who looks through my windows? Who cares to hit a deplete of the beats? That's subliminal. Once known as a lyrical criminal, but at a minimal was the sound of peace. It's pitiful. Never been one to ridicule, but it's ridiculous how people are depicting us to just be little fools. Wondering. This is my calling. I feel like I'm falling. So, after 20 plus years of laying out others' fears, drying out others' tears, I'm just forgotten. Is that right? Don't you remember I'm the one who wrote Ray's Black Life? I'm the one who printed the poetic game plan. Don't you remember I'm the one who wrote Gangland? Truth, speak it. If it's a lie, you can keep it. Don't you remember I'm the one who holds, who wrote and holds the truth behind this secret? But somehow you doubt me? Without me, you'll never make it, nor escape it, undoubtedly. Complications of self. Chaotic complications when I'm having conversations with self. Convinced that this is my calling. But fuck, I feel like I'm falling. Ted Hunter, Wolf Hours, in peace. Yo. This what you're doing. This is your calling, and um, um, that was dope. Like I, I can't even count the metaphors in this piece. I stopped after five. Um, you can't, you cannot say you're an amateur after spitting something like that. That that doesn't compute. Does not compute, sir. Yes, um, yes I can. <laughs> Team Rookie Inc. <laughs> oh my gosh, no Team Rookie Inc. Stop that. Um, I, I'm a fan right of right here. I'll right say now. that. While we say this, <laughs> I got a pocket full of Plan B pills. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh. But, yes, I can't believe you just. Uh. 
Bottle of Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Okay, well, thank you for coming. We're gonna see. Uh, we're gonna uh, hear from you. you said, wait a minute! You didn't finish, Wolf, but Wolf you were gonna say something. You didn't finish what you was gonna say. I'm gonna shut up now. Uh, if you would, just go ahead and finish what you were saying there. To say that, it'd be very much appreciated. I thank you. I, I don't. I don't remember what I was getting ready to say, but. Ladies and gentlemen, go to Black Hole Radio tomorrow yeah, night. Yes, Black Black Hole Radio tomorrow night. We love Black Hole. Uh, nothing like oh some Black God. Hole. Let me tell you. Uh, no, no hole is better than Black Hole Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to uh, Forrest Muhammad. You got your hands full. <laughs> Wolf Hours in the den tomorrow night. Is it 10 or 10.30? 10, 10 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. In the den, Wolf Hours. Uh, we go live. Y'all be sure... Um, I try to be the same one over there, but mouthpiece and pretty paws, you know, with all their crazy antics, they just won't let me be right. So, yeah. You know, I think you're the one with the, you and Chester are the ones with the antics, and poor pretty paws be over there suffering, trying to get you guys to straighten up. You know, shout out to pretty paws. Shame on pretty paws for that. Um, but yeah, y'all come check us out. Like uh, say that said, don't say that. We say that when she said it some more. Uh, if you go on YouTube, follow my channel, Mister Metaphoria. If uh, you can't spell that shit, you probably shouldn't be a poet anyway. Um, like I said, go on Amazon.com. Uh, you could get three of my books in one if you look up Mister Metaphoria and purchase your copy of the book, uh, Mister Metaphoria: The Erotica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good book. If I had to say so myself, probably won't nobody else say it, so I'm going to say it myself anyway. But, yeah, that's Mr. Metaphoria, like I say again, if you can't spell it, just maybe this career ain't for your ass anyway. But uh, I'm going to get off of here with say that when I say this before she won't let me say no more on the radio show. But, uh, yes, remember, go bareback and uh, be picky of who you don't pull out with. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Look, that that was Mr. Metaphor. Stop, <laughs> That what you hear in the background is your walking. Mr. Metaphoria, we do appreciate you calling in to say that. But that was one too many sexual references for the show. We appreciate you calling. <laughs> My stomach hurts. That's not fair. Okay. On the mic. (laughs) Welcome to say that. Hi. Hello. Who do we have on the mic? Sylvia Blaylock. Yeah. Hello. How are you? Hello, say that. I'm, I'm well. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm glad you're here. Um, were you able to catch any of the feature? 
No, I came on too late oh. on during the first hour. Uh, so I'm going to have to hear it in the playback. I'm so sorry that yes. I couldn't. Yes, um, she dropped uh, lots of jewels. She kind of reminded me of you. Um, she, she dropped lots of uh, good stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I had, I read about her magazine, and I really wanted to catch it. And when I thought of it, I'm like, oh, I called yesterday. Because I had, when I had read about it and you posted the thing, I had wanted to go. And it, I blanked out that you're Wednesday, not Tuesday. <laughs> and so then I called today, except I'm thinking, you know, Eastern time is earlier than it actually is. Tripping. Ugh. Yeah, I think and we're I three my... hours. I think we're three hours yeah. ahead of you. Yeah. You know, and I even had the damn clock set so that I would get the Eastern time thing right. And sure enough, I called in an hour early. <laughs> oh, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. But I have um, her now, and I can't wait to hear about her in the playback. Yes, awesome. This, ladies and gentlemen, this is Sylvia Blaylock. She is one of my most favorite poets. Um, she has a show on Monday night on Tiffany Radio called Poetry in the Raw. Um, it is an awesome, awesome show. The last, I think the last two shows have been like stand up, don't sit down type show. Um, it, awesome. Just, just awesome. Um, I was happy to be there. Um, so, oh, and she is also author of a book called Uprising. Go to Amazon, Amazon.com, Amazon.com, and grab that. Okay, so, Sylvia, your mic. You're not even going to understand why that baby cry. So, thank you. I, I think you. you are an awesome supporter. I love you back. <laughs> okay. Um, I wrote this yesterday. This is Freedom Ain't Free. I can hear steel drums in the distance Smell good herb and savory just ahead My arms are cut from the last of the thicket But it's not much further now All around me the forest is pulling I think I lost my braids in the branches My red-bottomed shoes got stuck in the quicksand When I clawed, clawed my way out with my hands I emerged in torn rags to a path of sand. Fragrant leaves brushed the blood away. My scars and scratches began to fade. Steel drums are playing, and I hear them now. It's not much further if I hurry now. There's a waterfall directly in my path. I raise my arms and enter this sacred bath. The last of the debris fell from me. Hair standing on end, dripping the divine. I ran to the beach where there will be wine. I see them now, spirits dancing in the starlight. I won this freedom, and we going to be all right. We interrupt your virtual imaginarium with a dose of reality that's still scaring them. 
we bring to you this very real conundrum. Freedom ain't free unless everybody gets some. I hear the guns in the distance. I smell gunpowder and something wrong. My arms are cut from the people I was running with, turned on each other when some wanted to go back, took all that I had and returned to the battle day. The trees hung heavy with choice. Barefoot I fled where the trees bade me go. A bag of food was left tied to a branch with one word, Ubuntu. I took what I needed and returned the rest. Strands of Kanekalon barely catch the moonlight. Bits of cloth and debris lead the way. I crawled among the roots. They thinned to shining sands. In the distance, I hear steel drums. I lead you not into temptation. I only point out the obvious direction. If you know the way and they all say no, go. Just go. Struggling and surviving laurels got you rested. It is wrong that is adapted while comfort is redacted. We cover our dreams in fear like a prophylactic. When it comes time to own our shit, we get all acrobatic. We all have a story, and they all have a climax. Give a spin to that nostalgic wax. We came through it, but with a few side effects. Struggle is more than a test to vex, but we focus on the opus, not the lessons that we opened, not solutions that can heal us, just more battles and more glory. When your struggle is your story, then the point you've missed just a bad case of the drizzling shits, running off at the mouth about shoulda, coulda, did it. Tired of it. Are you serious? You've earned your freedom on the backs of many. You've earned your life, for it cost a pretty penny. You have a success story, and you're living it through, riding the wave on an IOU. Paying it forward is how some debts are paid. Whether you're check to check or in the shade. We all did some dirt to get through thicket, and while we can't bury it, it's time to grow something in it. Freedom ain't free if you have to pay a fee, and forfeiting your soul is paying for keeps. Indifference to others, hating one another, killing our sisters and our brothers. Freedom ain't free if it's just for you and me. Freedom ain't free if it comes with jealousy or envy. Freedom ain't free if I must give up mine for anyone. Freedom ain't free unless everybody gets some. And that's that. I have chills on top of chills. Um, Wow. That, That was so deep. You wrote this yesterday? Man, when I grow up, okay. <laughs> Goodness. Woo. Like when when you were writing, did you have to like stand up sometimes and then sit back down and put the chin down and do pick that? it back up? I did. <laughs> because that's what it feels I like. I had listening. to move the keyboard up and I had to type standing up and I paced around and I came back to that's what it feels like just just listening to it like god how do you just sit there and not go crazy trying to get it out you got to get up got to move water or something let me go 
Okay, let me get back to it. Oh, no, let me get back up. Whew. This, this is that piece. Like, um, this should be heard regularly or uh, yearly or monthly, something. Good grief. Gosh, like, I can, I can feel it. That, that's an anointed piece. When it makes you do that, yes. Yes. Thank you. This is an anointed piece, uh, and you you said so. So thank you for that prayer. I think that this just this wow. <laughs> I wrote that phrase "free to man free" unless everybody gets some in a piece that I wrote last year called "Get It," and I wrote it for um, National Poetry Month. Um, Otto mentioned it uh, on the show the other night, and. I always wanted to go back to that piece because that line meant so much more than I could fit into one piece. And there's still stuff coming out of it. So thank you very much. I'm actually shaking now. <laughs> so I'm going to shut up and give you back your mic. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Ladies and gentlemen, Sylvia Blaylock. <clears throat> Next artist on the mic. Oh, thank you. Hey, 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 it's um, Mr. Jody Summers, a.k.a. Child of the System, a.k.a. Spoken Truth. Spoken Truth. I'm glad you're here. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is a a very, very dope artist. Um, I'm going to get out of the way and let you um, do what you... Well, first, I want to say to Mr. Metaphor, with his nasty self, I'm, I'm going to call myself an amateur, not two. So I'm an oh, amateur. Get out. And, no, but really, I am. National Poetry Month, Sylvia, shout out to you. I might be having to uh, contact you again for another one of those five minutes of heat. So, um, yeah, so I got a couple because I'm on 25 of losing my mind to 30 days of writing. So I will let you pick one of uh, the four, and if you do a speed round, I'll do another one. But I just and I missed the first hour. I'm going to listen to it in the playback. But I was finishing this piece called "Cold Shoulder." So, cold shoulder, beat the drum, snap back, or dating pond. Which one would you want to hear? Cold shoulder. Cold shoulder. That's the one you were writing during the show. Yes, that's the one I was writing during the show. Okay, just a second. Because it's written directly into my phone. But I want to say I'm loving the show, um, loving everybody that I've heard. My apologies again that I was a little late. That's what happens when you get inspired, got off of work, and doing water design. Hey, and, and loving it. That's, yeah, that's the life of an artist right there. Um, life of an artist. Like, how many napkins and little notes and stuff you have to go and find when you write down ideas, you know? Yeah. I just wrote this one to Facebook, so it's it's the first one in a while, but I like it. It's a reminiscence of, I don't know, I seem to write the same thing just in different words every year. So last year was a letter to you, part two. So this one is kind of on that same flow with love and yeah, I think it should be good for the show if it will load. This is why I memorize all my stuff. 
Right. Yeah. Um, how many? How many pieces do you have memorized? Thirty-two. <laughs> um, the last ones I just did was actually I comboed them, dog tired and million uh, price check. So I'm at thirty-two and probably three hours continuously on every single subject. But I'm a novice. I am. I you are not. Because of <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. I only learned all this stuff because I didn't I'm not going to allow that blasphemy on this show. That's blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> we know better. Okay. And this is a short, well, I guess short for me because everybody says I go long since my pieces are four and five minutes. Mm. It's talking. <laughs> Crap, lost it again. <laughs> oh. See, this is why I don't like it. Here it is. Okay. And since it's ready, here we go. So you ready? I try to use. Yes, yes. Begin peace. I want to lay next to you, to fall into the layers that may one day become our life. To caress the memories and kiss the old wounds that have made us stronger. To feel every twitch, every pulse of your heartbeat. Listen to every vibration in your breath as we pull life in and push stress out. I want to be surrounded in the security of your trust and bathed in the warmth of your love. To fall in between the crevices and creases. Disappearing to from all those who <clears throat> couldn't receive the divinity within us. I want to wake up next to you, knowing all the demons, distractions, and doubt that I face outside of this special place cured as I lay eyes on you. I will always have a special place for you. Until the day you are manifested into life, destiny, truth, and living proof, so I shall wait for you as I lay on these odd-shaped surfaces, begging for peace and rest until I meet you in peace. Um, <clears throat> that is not from any novice. Yeah, that is not from any. That's not from any amateur. Those metaphors, that description, and just the the feeling of the peace, how deep that love is, that you cannot claim amateur. You should get your mouth washed out with soap by saying you're an amateur. <laughs> that was dope. Well, I'm trying. I mean, hey, it's a lost art, at least where I'm from. People would have heard that if they're laughing. <laughs> That was dope Um, And even it being a Quote unquote short piece That was dope Like the content in the piece Was was enough For it not to even be long It didn't have to be Because it was full It was full of those metaphors It was full of the content Of what love is And how deep love is And uh, yeah Somebody needs to express it (laughs) Look, that was all right. That was that was quite all right. I like that. Um, 
Thank you. So let everybody know what you have going on and how they can um, get in contact with you. Ooh, quite a bit at the moment. Um, well, again, that was number 25 of 30 days of writing. After 30, next month, they all get transformed into videos, and people that gave me ideas or a phrase or something will get their name mentioned in the video and the finished um, published piece. Book two and three come out next month, I believe, the online versions. And then in June, the hard copies, I have a CD coming out, um, if you see any activist thing going around the country, I'm probably involved in it. I'm shutting down a store in my city this week for um, hate talk on Facebook, and we just did a water drive for Flint. So easiest way to find me, hashtag Spoken Truth or Joey Spell Summers, and I do respond. It may take a little bit, but I respond because I appreciate the people that find me and the peace that I kind of bring them. So. Even though I can't bring it myself, but I enjoy it. Um, and I feel that's something with, you can do a speed round. Okay. With all of that going on, ladies and gentlemen, he failed to mention that he does his own artwork on his. Yeah, yeah. Little cut on back. I'm almost done. Two more to go. And Ink Truth will be released, hopefully worldwide. I just have to figure out how to do that. But 30 pieces of original art only done with pen, paper, pencil, and imagination. No rulers, no nothing else, just life. Nice, nice. Um, it was great having you uh, stick around. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Spoken Truth, a.k.a. Jody Summers. Next, artist on the mic. Hey, light skin. Light skin, what's going on? I'm doing fine, light skin. You know I love me some light skin. You know I love <laughs> love me some light skin. I love me Ladies some light skin. You know anything? If I saw your name, <laughs> and I say yeah, I'm gonna call in just because I saw. I called the show just because I saw your name. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, you know, this is. Automatic, charismatic. Oh, you got to help me with the rest. Uh, I call it work. Oh, five Automatic, charismatic. Women, what? Uh, okay, do it for me. Viper, Viper Network. Automatic, charismatic, Viper Network. Bam. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> yes, I, I, I did an uh, old school. <laughs> Uh, a show, and I'm gonna send it to you. Then you go, you know, talk yeah. to you. Yes, I did old school hip hop with some uh, other type of music. And I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Uh, I'm a, um, so, so, so I do when websites. is your show? When, when do you I do, do the old school? Well, okay. I'll be driving. Uh, uh, you know, I'm studying. I, I do pop-up shows because, especially when I become like a truck driver, it'd be so. So it'd be like I try. I'm trying to have like a main time, but because of I'm so busy at times, I may do a pop-up yeah. show. You know, but uh, it's always good in the archives. You know. Um, okay. Cool. 
Yeah, yeah make I, sure you send that to me. Um, and uh, if you can, post it in the uh, event page, too, so other people can check it out. For you, light skin, I will. You know? All right. I will. What's up? So, you know what? Um, I'm a, I, I guess I'd say I'm a humble poet. You know, I'm an engine. That's what I do. I run off. I run off a, a, of a heavy duty uh, motor. So. And ladies I and gentlemen, wanna, this man freestyles, y'all. So just put yeah. that out there. You want? I, I tell you what, I got something written. You want me to write to do something written or freestyle? You choose. <clears throat> Um, well, since I just bragged on your freestyling, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna freestyle. Now I can't go into I can't go into my word, so let me go ahead and freestyle. I'm gonna freestyle called chemistry. It's in my words of the energy that I go ahead and climb right into history. See, the mystery is the possibilities of the powerful that. Be one of the honorable you have chosen. The few will get my ever my points through with the chemistry. The words that come and conquer, and you will feel the power. Never, ever divide, and you will ride on this magnificent. Be a participant. I am reading of the higher, and my words like the blazing of fire. You will feel the chemistry of the, like you and I, right into this place and I promise you that you will love it and will never be a disgrace I see that smile right on your face you felt the chemistry you felt the dialogue you felt the time the essence the one making a big investment and I promise you that your time will never be lost see I come with the words and never be false toss out anything that would be ignorant and never distant so distant that, so that resistant, I a mind with the deep flow. Let your mind grow. Let your world was show that you will stand tall, that chemistry is the word that belongs to you. That your word's spreading, spreading and never forgotten, never, never losing. That's the option that you chose because you look ahead in the time when you are smiling. When you are breathing and receiving your knowledge, you are the biggest one to be the impossible. You are powerful. Many have doubted you, but they can't knock the chemistry. The chemistry, the scientific theory, the words are blown like the fury and the ways to face these days is like the days of our lives waiting to survive, spreading the world wide that you never be denied at the energy I call it chemistry. I call it the days. I call it the amazing. I call it the displaying of many words in, in title. And you will like the words that have recycled in the time of an engine that blows. And you can feel the factual, the timing of the 
of the engine of the belt. You have felt the world from the horn. They heard you loud and clear. They hear you through the hemisphere, that they cheer for the chemistry right into you. You are the only one, the one in the, the world that in review, when you are passing through or driving through, your drive is big. Your drive is in all kinds of gears, and I'm being sincere that nobody can ever interfere your chemistry. This automatic charismatic delivery of religions being drive. Look here. <clears throat> you better say that. Look, what we're made of, our drive, our passion, our determination, um, our uh, um, having overcome uh, our being warriors, that that's our chemistry. That's who we are. We can't come on. I like that. We'll never be denied. It can't. It can't die. And I think society is intimidated by that, and they try to kill that, but they can't kill that. They can only kill bodies. That's that's the thing. That was dope. That was dope. That's that chemistry. The chemistry starts within your. The chemistry starts within how you believe it. Believe in yourself. You have to have mm-hmm. that self chemistry before you can have added chemistry with other people. Add the value must start within yourself before you can value other people. And I, but I believe there is that that drive and that passion in everybody, um, because right. when you talk yeah. to a lot of people, we have all come through a lot of things. We've we've made it out of a lot of storms and a. Um, a lot of trials and things, and um, and it's it's in us. It's in all of us. We were created with it. Um, and some people, you know, you have to um, you gotta mold them and cultivate them and nurture them in order for it to come out. Some it comes out automatically. You know what I'm saying? Some don't even know they have it. You know, um, but right. uh, we it's in us. It it says you can see it in in the fire. In in the, in the eyes, you can see it, and um, a lot of and and that's one of the that's kind of what drives me, you know, uh, with people because it's in there, it's it's in all of us. We just need yes. to get to that point where it can come out, and some, it takes a village, it takes a community, it takes family, and it takes you encouraging your own damn self. <laughs> right. So, it starts with self. I appreciate that. <clears throat> it starts with self and, and brings in. When you have love for yourself, you start having love for others, and that. And what happens is, the chemistry is spreading from one person to the next person. That positive makes all is positive because anything that negative would disrupt the chemistry. The bond, mm-hmm. the bond that we have between each other. That's what's up. So, thank you for coming. Thank you for that piece. Um, uh, you, you, you're doing your thing. You're doing your thing. Um, and good luck with what you're doing. And I, I know it's going to be a good outcome regarding the the driving and all of that. Um, stay on the line. We're going to put you on the couch and uh, hopefully get back to you. All right, you know, I'll be here with the light skin. 
All right, like then, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Automatic Charismatic uh, Viper. Uh, I, I messed it up. <laughs> you heard him earlier. Oh goodness. Okay, I need to work on that. I call him light skin, so you know, it's, you know, yeah. So <laughs> next, next artist on the mic. What's going on? Say that. Because you said that. <laughs> the infamous, the businessman himself, the CEO of DSR, Fire Inc., all damn day, Mr. Kane Spade. What is going on? I mean, what's going on is you right now. You got that uh, awesome feature. You know, uh, congrats and shout out to one uh Teresa Wade, who was coming in here, blowing up the mic, you know, I heard that spiritual piece, phenomenal. I'm enjoying this show here. Uh, thank you so much. Um, so we know there's some things going on at DSR. You want to shout that out real quick? I tried to I tried to help King's Cadence out earlier. Don't fire him. <laughs> nah, he good, he good. I already put the word out. He's safe. He's safe. <laughs> but uh, definitely make sure to check out DSR Presents, the All-Star Radio Show, with your host, Black Rose and King's Cadence, every other Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern at TalkShoot.com. We have features. We have open mics, spoken word artists and poets and singers and rap artists. Oh, my. You know, just tune in at DSR all damn day. And make sure to check out this Sunday night at DSR Presents Full Purpose Pins with your host, Mr. Boston. We letting everybody to come, tell everybody to come through and just vent. I mean, we ask you that question. Do you want to vent in poetry at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, TalkShoe.com. Also, DSR all damn day. I, I'm getting wrapped up in the slogan. <laughs> all right. So, um, your mic. Name of this piece is called Spoken Non-Existence. I think the whole world just skipped a beat. What if poetry never existed then the name Kane Spade with my face wouldn't have come to be but before me the world the past we learned from would have had more dark days than anyone could ever believe no poetry no building blocks for the creation of music of old or even nowadays so much war so much pain, no vetting, just action, breaking through blood, flesh and bone, wrong satisfaction. Hate escalates beyond the human imagination, being civil or civilization would crumble at the masses. The weak would never get passes, fueling anger would be normal, see? Love just a fantasy or just not used by the many. A creation of language never to be created, experience lived or absorbed, a side of learning to ever be out of our grasp. Would we even be human 
or emotionless robots? Would the USA be just another third world? I wouldn't even know the lot that listened to this piece. This piece would not had ever even been written. The criteria, the substance to create poetry would never spark. DSR of all damn day would be a desert's mirage. Chaos mayhem would be man's best friend. That line soothing the savage beast would never have been written. Savage would be the way of the mind state. Courtesy, a joke to make a maniac laugh. <laughs> While contributing to death, hate, and the negative, sad, but this world would be asunder. And that's always on DSR all damn day. Well, damn. <clears throat> I like the um, the part where uh, you talked about it would be just dark days and um, no venting, just action and um and it would like because uh, when you when you go all the way back poetry has been here um and it's been here for a way of expression to um come up out of stuff that that was pretty powerful right there you dropped all kind of stuff in there that's what's up to bsr <laughs> that was up that's what's up i, I like that piece that was dope so I think that was my yeah. first time um, being able to uh, hear it at length like that. So, yeah, that's what's up. All right. Well, thanks for that uh, say that because you said that, you know. <laughs> and uh, I'm definitely, uh, like I said before, I'm feeling the vibe of this show. You know, I'm going to try to make it through here more often, you know, so uh, – just uh, remember to tag us at DSR. You know, let us know when the next broadcast is for Say That Radio. Definitely. Definitely, yeah. We appreciate you, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget, um, this Sunday, Full Purpose Pins with uh, DSR's own Mr. Boston. Um, check him out uh, this Sunday. Don't forget Thank you, Kane uh, Spade. We're going to sit you on the couch. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are in overtime. So we thank you all for tuning in. And uh, next, artist on the mic. You know. Yeah! How have you been enjoying the show? I've been loving the show, and I was lucky enough to call in in time to hear the feature as well. Awesome. awesome. Now, didn't she drop some stuff? She was really, really yeah. inspiring to me. Yeah, Gems and Jewels, absolutely, yeah. She was a blessing to have on the show, and uh, insight and wisdom and everything that she has to offer. And just, you know, I, I, a lot of times this is something that people don't seem to understand. When you know something, and you share it, you'll be blessed. Mm-hmm. Don't hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Share it. It's like planting a seed so mm-hmm. that somebody else can grow. Really? That's how we grow our garden. So, exactly. Yeah, that, was um, that was beautiful. Yeah. I heard somewhere someone said, if you know 
good, you are obligated to teach it. Absolutely. If you know something good, something that works, you are obligated. It's it's a moral thing. You are obligated to teach it. Okay. And um, we ought to do that. We should should be building each other and um, strengthening each other. And, you know, we reach over and iron sharpen iron and we cultivate each other, you know, because we're we're a community. We can't help it. You got it. So I'm going to get out of the way. Ladies and gentlemen, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you get on the mic, before you get on the mic. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Gina Storm. This artist right here does all of her pieces from the dome. Total freestyling. Now, okay, no, I'm going to move. I'm going to move. Your mic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, today I'm going to do like a storytelling. Because I ran into a friend today, um, it's one of those things like it just it'd be a mind blowing experience and a blessing all in in one in one situation, and that's what happened. So my my piece is about my day. Okay, um, we're gonna call this piece the Walmart. Okay, today started out like any other day. I woke up had my coffee, then it was okay. I wanted to talk to my baby, but he understands the ways that our flow works. I have to be caffeinated first. If it's absolutely an emergency, we text a little bit first, and then maybe he'll call me for a quick conversation, but nothing in depth because I absolutely have to have a cup of coffee before I talk. It's not like optional. It's an actual thing, you know. He gets it. I mean, my king. So, mommy is a tea drinker. So when I start my cup of coffee, I turn on her kettle. Just a little thing that we do. There's some small talk in the middle. So one of my aunts calls, and she's my mother's older sister. I call her second mom because if I had a second mother, she'd be it. My mother's younger sister calls as well. It's the thing that they do in the morning, the three of them. It's, um, they're the golden girls is what I call them. It's legit. So they're on the phone doing their thing, and they're thinking about getting together and doing something. We call it Sister Day. They've been letting me tag along since I was, I'm going to say, probably 40. So she said, it's a good day outside. you think we're going to go out? I said, yeah. She said, it's a lot better than you just laying on the couch being a burrito. It's a description of me lying on the couch with a hooded <laughs> hoodie on or my bathrobe that has a hood wrapped from head to toe in a bathrobe. Whatever. I get cold. They like to judge. So, go upstairs, get dressed, come back down, I'm out the door. Go to my aunt's house. Ooh, what do we do? I take a lot of selfies, you know. When I'm outside, I like to just take pictures of me. I think I look better in natural light. We had to make a quick stop at Walmart before we got home. (laughs) Like it's such a thing. So we actually get a shopping cart this time. Instead of thinking we can get that little handheld thing. So the one on wheels, because of the five-gallon drums, we got to fill with water, obviously. You know, I still have a uterus. (laughs) Ain't nobody carrying that. 
So second mom goes to fill those up with water. Mom's got a bunch of bananas and some jello, I think. I don't even know why I'm in here. And before I can blink, I run into a girlfriend of mine I haven't seen in a while. She had been in some relationships previously. Oh, my goodness. She was looking real bad last time. I remember she had the boyfriend that liked to make her powder her nose. She was on this diet, you know, I suppose. I'm not talking about makeup, you know, the kind of coke that makes you lose weight real fast. I ain't going to lie, she looked real bad. She didn't want to make eye contact with me, so I pretended not to see. She scurried away that day. But on this day, she was waiting to get my attention. I was talking to strangers. I I can't do that or not. Not like I'm a stalker or anything, just like these are friends that I just haven't already met. So they were talking about something, and I insinuated myself into this conversation because I was going to get some juice right next to them and didn't want to be rude, so you know how that goes. Anyway, I'm not really friendly. I think it's just my face. (laughs) She and her mom knew me right away. She said, I have this giggle kind of smile thing that I do all the time, and you even know it from behind. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) It still blows my mind. So when I turned around, she gave me a hug, kiss, kiss on each cheek, and her mom did the same thing. Her body seemed so frail and weak. I remember she had a battle with cancer, and her hair was thinning. You know, that chemotherapy with that nobody's winning. So she said, there's something about you. I mean, obviously you've lost some weight, but a glow. What is that you lose using on your face? Oh, as a girl that's love. You can't write it in the snow. doesn't come in a bottle. There's, there's no pressed powder or you kind of play with the brush. Yeah. I think it's the first time I ever got it right, so it's not a cream that I apply at night. This glow comes from inside, and it feels so right. The way that you see it, I feel like I was on vacation in some tropical place and my son's been kissed, my skin, my hair, everything. It's a glow inside now, like I'm ravishing. I even feel amazing. Like I look at pictures of me and think, is that me? Is that what people see when they look at me? It's got to be. It's not just my face. Yeah, that's a love they see. She said, yeah, I got to get me some of that. I said, yeah, I recommend it, boo, but it's not over there in health and beauty. You can't find it in now, too. I'm being a storm. That's my piece. So, <clears throat> I think it was the other day. It was either today or the other day. I posted on my wall, there is something about love, about the glow of love that cannot be denied. Cannot. <laughs> so I'm going to take yeah, it. I'm going to take it over. Yeah. I'm going to take People it over. People see school. it. I, 
Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> the glow of love. <laughs> Here. <laughs> yes. And uh, and I'm gonna mess up a song right quick. Glow, glow on. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna stop playing. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> um and and for this to be a freestyle, you know, now I, I didn't get a chance to cover my mic, so some of the parts that was funny, I was laughing. <laughs> Look, I heard a giggle when I said, Don't say that. <laughs> it's all right. Like, it's oh, a- my goodness. <laughs> but, I said, Look, that you know I'm a fool. <laughs> Ain't no telling what to say. Oh, yeah, girl. But I, I absolutely love your work. Um, Absolutely. Um, I love the inspiration. I love the freestyle, and and yeah, I love I love to see people to see something in me um, that you know I don't even see. So that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. Especially when it's in your hair and you don't know, it's on your skin. Yeah, she was like, "Do you have Are you wearing makeup?" I was like, "No, ma'am. What is that?" Mm. Yeah. That's, That's love. Yes. That's love. When, when I grow up, when I grow up, yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm gonna um, put you back on the couch. I, I love your spirit. <laughs> put you on the couch. <laughs> All right. And, uh, um, we're gonna try to come back to you, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome freestyle artist, Gina Storm. Next. Artist on the mic. Good evening, Melissa. How are you? Good evening. Divine inspiration. How are you? I'm tired. <laughs> I just finished <laughs> an 11 11 shift at work. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, I'm glad okay. you called in. Yes. I had to. I, I started to call in last night to Sylvia's show and got in and just almost fell asleep on a whole while I was waiting. So I said, you know what, I need to take my butt to bed, and that's what I did. Uh, two days that show of, was of, awesome. That's a little too much for my old self. That show was awesome. It was. I, I enjoyed every bit of it. It's just like the last, like I was telling her earlier, the last couple of shows, oh, my goodness, like, there, you couldn't even. I didn't. I don't sit down, <laughs> especially, you know, the the caliber of poetry that was coming through. Oh my goodness, it it was an awesome show. Shout out to Sylvia Blaylock again. Um, great, great, great show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Divine Inspiration, also known as Paul Sampson, who hosts uh, the Inspiration Factory on Epiphany Radio. On Sunday evenings, it's a it's an awesome show. Um, I got to catch some of it Sunday. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Everything that I heard, um, just beautiful. Um, very uplifting. You need to be refilled. You need to be renewed. Um, definitely check them out on Sunday. I definitely appreciate that. I'm not going to be here long. Well, maybe. I started this. I, I originally was going to be a little short piece, but it kept going and going. So <laughs> um, I'm going to spit this and get out the way. And this is entitled, 
To God be the glory. I could go in about the wrong things I've done or the caliber of some of my guns or how I was getting that money from every and anyone. If you had bank, one way or another, you had to get done. And if I was bored, I still might have gotten you just for fun. Or I could tell you about all the pipe I've laid, all the hopes I've slayed, both mine and others, or how many families I may have run through, or any of the other illegal, unethical, cowardly things I used to do. I could bust it up about all the drugs I've done, drinks consumed, doing time, cutting a man's throat, or any number of things. But instead of keeping the focus on me, I'll speak on a God and a king who has always been there for me. I have survived addiction, prison, bloody fights, broken bones, suicide attempts, should have been fatal accidents, sexual abuse, and probably used every one of them as an excuse to live a Satan, a life Satan's induced. How in the world do you think I survived all of that? How could a mere human being survive such a barrage of Satan's attacks? By himself, there ain't a man alive who could single-handedly survive that with any semblance of sanity left, if not for the mercy of an all-powerful God protecting me and hiding me in a cleft. I've reached a point in my life and my walk with God where I strive to follow a new and improved direction, where my past has become a training camp through him. My mistakes are now ammunition because of him. Addictions now swords in his army. Instead of glorifying the ills of this world, I'll glorify the world's creator. I'll glorify the creator of life instead of that defeated, fallen masturbator. I'm saying all this to say we all have a choice on what and who we're going to follow. A decision must be made. Yeah, it's tough, but whether you like it or not, that's a pill we all got to swallow. <laughs> yeah, this is a combination of the Matrix and Sleepy Hollow. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that now my life is a dream, I still go through some of the craziest trials you've ever seen. No, this ain't nobody's peaches and creams. These are lines you got to look in between. God allows these things to humble us, to remind us that in God we should trust. I trust that my food won't kill me when I eat, but not he who supplied that food. I trust that when I inhale, I will intake oxygen and live, but not who gave me the life. Now, how crazy is that? Talk without action is cheap, and in this you truly sow what you reap. But to God be the glory. He saw my heart and set me apart, saving me from the fatal ends I raced towards, determined, it seems, to destroy my loved one's hearts. To God be all the glory, for without his love and mercy, birth would have been the end of my story. But to God be the glory. I am here with all my imperfections, daily striving to live according to his directions. And if along the way I hurt someone, know that it was unintentional. Forgive my imperfections and love me anyway. I am striving to get better each and every day. Our focus needs to be on the almighty God and nothing of this side. To God be the glory and all the praise, the Alpha and the Omega, he who ever was and is and shall be beyond the measure of all days. And I pray that you glorify God as well, because through your praise and his grace, we all have survived to have a story to tell. And peace.
<clears throat> that is that is so true. Um, and uh, and our, our stories, our testimonies, rather, um, are always for somebody because there's somebody going through it who think that they can't make it. Um, there's always somebody. And, um, you know, it, it's like we're uh, chosen and um, personally, um, I mean, when you think about it in the spiritual sense, it's a privilege. Um, but when you think about it on the other side, you're just kind of like looking at heaven like, really? <laughs> but at, at the end, at, at the end of it, you know, when you come out and you look back and you see how how strong you are now versus you not having any strength and you wonder, how did I, wow, God, that's awesome. And then you see someone who's going through that and you're like, hey, guess what? It's going to be all right, you know, and we can do that for each other. And, and that's what we're supposed to do. Um uh, I, I like that, and and I like uh, uh, your mission. Uh, I appreciate you staying true to that. Um, as always, it's it's a blessing and a um, pleasure to hear from you. Thank you, Queen. I appreciate those words. I'm gonna sit back here on the couch and listen to the rest of the program, and then pass out. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well earned. Well, earned. <laughs> thank God I have tomorrow. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. So, well, thank you for Maybe the platform. And I, I, yeah. I started listening from Sylvia on down. So, Sylvia, kudos. I loved your piece. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to sit back and listen to the rest of the show. Thank you, and God bless you. God bless you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Divine Inspiration, also known as Paul Sampson, Catch Him on Me Radio. On Sunday evening, shout out to For Real, the poet, or author Larry Maddox. Um, he's a producer, uh, poet, spoken word artist, uh, vocalist, and CEO of Epiphany Radio. Next, artist on the mic. Well, good morning. It's Anna Waddell, a.k.a. the Verbal Mystic and co-host of yes. The Soul Twins. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I'm so glad you made it. Um, how are you? Oh, I'm wonderful. Very happy to be here. I just have to say, I heard from Kane Spade down, and everybody has really did their thing. You know, it's very, everyone's very open and free in their thinking. It's not cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And Gina Storm, <laughs> that storytelling that was very unique, and it was like listening to Maya Angelou. Yeah, it was reminiscent of Maya Angelou telling her story, and then the way your voice shifts, like a split personality, and it becomes sensual when you're talking about love. That's very deep. And Paul Mm -hmm. Samson, the piece you just did, an absolute truth. Now, that's a testimony from Tess. So, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. But I just wanted to come on and do a piece 
If you will allow me, please. <laughs> of course. What? The mic is yours. All right. So since this is um, National Poetry Month, this piece is in tribute to poetry. And the title, The Verbal Mystery of Poetry. Who can solve the verbal mystery of poetry? Many have tried, but notwithstanding, her vast diversity is multifaceted. She's indescribably delicious. She spreads her legs wide like span, spilling carefree menstrual cycle flows. Her maxi padding bleeds, think Wellington, spiritually cleansing her monthly womanness. Hmm, imagine that. She completes sentencing phrases like her orange is the new black, unlocking verbal sound bars, no guards. Her master key unlocks mental roadblocks, setting captive minds free. She births verbal masturbators, pronouncing pronouns, consonants, and verbs consistently like triplets, triple playing, just saying. Her sapient sex... <laughs> Her sapient sapiosexuals and artistic tapestry of sapio-romanticized prose often befalling readers in love with her sweet-tongued messenger, more so than the intellectual properties relayed in thought-provoking messages. She is poetry, powerfully potent with long-stroked words, aroused from the greatest intentions to awaken, engage, inspire, uplift, and transform not only minds and hearts of others, but most importantly, the poet who keeps you coming back for more mind-blowing, diversionary excursions. And that's that piece. Awesome. <clears throat> that was an awesome Thank you. Uh, piece. I like how your um, your pieces go in depth um, because when you, when you hear the title, you don't expect um, the richness that comes out. And um, it's always a pleasure listening to your work. And um, even on the show, I'm like, good Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let everybody know where they can find you on Tuesday. Okay, we had our uh, 12-all-time record-setting show. Last night we had 214,477 listeners worldwide. So I'm really thankful and appreciative for that. And our show was Passion, Poetry, and Marvin Gaye. And I'm telling you, Marvin Gaye's music just set the tone for the topic, the poetry, everything. His spirit was there. And so we are on uh, bi-monthly, so we'll be on again in two weeks, and we're going to be doing a Mother's Day tribute. And it's 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern Daylight Time on the Damon Network. And if you check out our page, The Soul Twins, I'll post a promo. And any of you that were on this show tonight, all poets are welcome. We look for rich diversity, and I know this is a a ground for that. And so I want to say thank you to uh, my beautiful queen, sis, say that, for always, you know, sharing our posts and promoting our show. And thank you, you know, because that's what poetry is about, you know, motivating and pushing the others, encouraging and inspiring. And, you know, through our voices, I think, I know we have the 
opportunities to inspire other people because I was once a person that never thought I would be writing poetry. You know, so oh, anything's wow. possible. You take, yeah, take the impossible and change it to I'm possible. We're all possible. I'm a witness. <laughs> wow. That's, so, again, um, thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for coming. She forgot to tell y'all that she they have slams over there, poetry slams. Y'all, y'all need to Oh, um, yes. We do. Y'all, and y'all the next show is... The next show on May 8th, the Mother's Day uh, tribute, a celebration of mothers, we're going to have a poetry slam. And the poet in the slam will write a piece, recite or spit a piece about their mom. So. Nice. Nice. Yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the show. I'm looking forward Um a lot of people and I want to, uh, I've heard on there that I've never met and uh, some that I know and then some of the judges I knew. And I'm like, wow, this is cool. And I love the uh, the platform. Love, love, love the platform. Oh, well, thank you. We appreciate it. You know, just doing something different that can touch lives, change lives, save lives. You know, it's all about uplifting one another and empowerment. Yes, yes, it is. Well, thank you again. Uh, I appreciate you coming. I appreciate what you all do. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I support it. Um, I, I believe in your, your program. And, I mean, that's awesome to have that many listeners. That lets you know you're doing something right. So keep doing what you're doing. Oh, you're welcome. And I'm still waiting for you to come on and do your thing. Oh, I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> All right, I believe. <laughs> All right, I'll just sit back on the couch and enjoy the rest of the show. And everyone have a All great right. day. Thank you. You too. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Anna Waddell from the Soul Twin. And um I would Hello? like to um Mama O. Yeah. What's going on? I listened to the feature. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't roll to the store, listened to the feature, came back home, feature still on. And I'm like, well, they must not see my hand. But anyway, I'm here now. And so since she started off with, um, I guess, kind of like, you know, the gospel, the religious side, I said I would read something that I probably, um, Wrote in 2014, I think. So, how's everybody doing? Great, great. Um, I'm glad to hear. I I was um, blessed by the feature. Uh, got a lot of information. Uh, took some notes. Um, had been uh, researching her for a little bit. So, and following her, um, she's doing great things. So, uh, um, well, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin came. Kevin came told us. I said, I bet I don't know if I need to do some spiritual piece. You might come and get on me too. Uh, yeah, Kevin, something. <laughs> so, um, yeah, keep um, real though. Um, so, yeah, but uh, some of the things that she said, I did want to speak on it. Uh, one thing she said that was very important is take care of yourself first. 
And um, I always tell people, think about your your life is like you're on an airplane and you got your baby and your kids on there or another loved one is on there with you. And you can't save them if you don't put your mask on first. A lot of people put their mask on everybody else. And uh, when they, they, can't, they can't help nobody else if they don't have on a mask, and then the babies just end up being helpless. So always take care of yourself first. That's just a little analogy that I use. It's just right about that. But the one thing I did say that I would think is a really good idea because it's a, a familiar, familiarity breeds contempt. So I, I think sometimes you got to make yourself scared. <laughs> you just can't be like, you know, every place all over the place like me. And then people don't even really, uh, like, you know, you just become, like, kind of common. So you have to have some balance within that. And uh, that's all I had to say. But other than that, the information she's given and things that she's doing for the youth, uh, I think it's a really good thing. So thank you for having her. Okay. <laughs> you you already know it's your mic. <laughs> I know it's my mic. I I use my mic to say that I want to say something. I didn't want to just ignore her. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna find something shorter to read because I think we ran out of time and everybody spoke for like thirty uh-uh, minutes. Uh uh-uh. uh No 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 no. Okay. Do your piece. You don't have to find nothing short. Okay, capturing Ruth was what I uh, was writing about. This is actually a prose. And um, I wrote this because a lot of women think because they have a past or because they did something in the past that they can't live uh, a godly life, but you can. And I wrote this because my friend's mother's name is Ruth. And I always hear people say, Ruthless. That's what made me interested in writing this piece. Did Ruth come first, or did the word uh, "ruthless" have another have another meaning, another another word for it? So I was like, "What came first, Ruth or ruthless?" So while attempting to capture the spirit of Ruth, I became her. I saw myself walking in the sandals of a woman whose story, through though was in a different place in time, I had somehow became one with her. And I call her Essence. And I saw myself gleaning barley and wheat. And I pictured myself bringing in the sheaves, replacing those factories that I had worked in, the fields that she gleaned. I saw myself as Ruth, hungry and tired of bringing in production much too slowly to compete. The clarity of the other slaves and the field hands were much faster. And I was totally out of my element. Out of pity, this is a true story, in my own life, the other workers would also, like they did, Ruth, donate their product and put it on my tray so that I could have something to present to my overseers that would not get sent home, deeming, them deeming me being unworthy. I, like Ruth also, had been chosen for my beauty by men who cared nothing of my virtues and were always siphoning down my chastity as nothing more than a wayward weed. In my own life, I was toughened from desperation, kicking and praying, and I managed to win every fight and run away just as Ruth did with my virginity intact. While while looking for Ruth, I again found myself wondering what came first, Ruth or Ruthless. 
I was just about to be judged and mocked, and mocked her when a voice said, remember how hard it was for you when your first husband knew he was the only one that knew that you were a virgin and he died a week after you got married and you could no longer, and he could no longer vouch for you being installed, installed and chased. After one week of marriage came his death, which left me back on the auction block, so to speak. Still really a child, I was soon married again. This time I was maltreated like used goods and abused by my husband, number two. Again, subject to ridicule, subject to ridicule by my new husband and my torn past, he could not stand up for me or the marriage, so it did not last. Unlike Ruth, I never found my Boaz. The voice said, not one good man, and I did eventually, because I was only 18 years old, uh, I chose vanity instead. I thought to myself, maybe sadness will always surround me. I did find my Boaz, but I didn't recognize him. I wasn't attracted to him, but I still loved him. Once more, I focused on Ruth. And again, I wondered, before Ruth of Moab, what happened? Did her name mean integrity? What came first, the chicken or the egg? Was Ruth already a meaningful name? Did Ruth's name mean integrity, or did integrity mean Ruth? She gleaned and cleaned and lied on the threshing floor as a common whore. She was exalted and protected by one good man, one good man. Through an angel and Naomi, she obeyed as God directed, and she was protected, and the rest is history, or is it? It's been said that Moab would not have been would not have accepted his lineage. It has been said that Moab would not be an accepted in the lineage of Christ. Anyone, anyway, is more research to be done. So with Ruth, she ceased to be poor. She was no longer a poor Moabitess and became one of the wealthiest, married to one of the wealthiest men named Boaz. It is forever in the believer that at one moment God and his holy and the Holy Ghost leads the soul to rest, redemption of Christ forever and afterwards. From the old standing, guilty is guilty self is reckoned to cease to be dead. But ye witness this day that the Moabites, the wife of the wife of Mahalan, have purchased he have purchased to be his wife to raise up the name of the dead on the inheritance of Ruth with a day of gladness. But what perfect work did Boaz finish with? as he raised up Ruth to be a mighty woman and a rich woman. She was no longer a poor slave. And I heard through the grapevine that God will give all of us a second chance if we just stop offending him. The Almighty said, if any one of you give up the most wicked sin you own, you will again find a friend in me. Okay. Wow. <clears throat> That was the um. That was so much um, content in there when you were talking about how you see yourself as the the matriarchs of old. Um, uh, that was deep, like um, your description. I can see that, and bringing in the uh, biblical characters as well. Um, yeah, which nobody doesn't like, Mama. Oh, 
Yeah, she she started off as a slave, and sometimes I yeah. think about uh, Trump's wife. She came from a poor fisherman village, and she was doing naked pictures and all kind of stuff. Um, but yet, still, look where she is now. So I mean, it's no it's no woman that can, should be ashamed of her past. You know, that's what you did. Um, but in the end, it's God that's going to lift you up, and He gave her a righteous man. And once she took that man to be her own. She went in there on the floor and cleaned his feet. She went in there and, and laid mm-hmm. down with him as a common whore. She did. She loved him and she went in there and he accepted her and he raised, raised her up. So um, she was no longer getting beat and no longer getting um, abused. And it's like, you know, like I said, I have never really found my Boaz because I, I did, but I didn't recognize him because I was so young and I had been through so much. But I just want to thank you for listening. And I it suggest that every woman read um, the book of Ruth, the story of Ruth. The one thing All I right. like about this story is she had no idea that he had already seen her. He 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 liked her. He you know she had found favor in his eyes, and he would tell right. his servants you know leave a little bit so she can get that. She had no idea. Uh, okay, okay, baby. Yes, I, I love that story. <laughs> I'm encouraging everybody that hasn't read it, every woman that hasn't read it, read it. And um, I'm not saying that Trump's life is uh, Ruth, but I'm saying that you can see that he's still today working with women that have a, not a just a clean path. So there you go. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, that was Mama O. Um, we would like to... Uh, Thank everyone uh, for tuning in tonight. We uh, also, again, thank our feature, Teresha Wade, for coming and um, blessing us with uh, those jewels of wisdom and um, giving us the insight on some of the programs that she has available. And I do, uh, I encourage people to check her out. Also, check out Swanson Smith. You'd be surprised what's available for you. Um, We appreciate our sponsors, Swanson Smith, 1-800-556-5207. For your small business solutions, um, we are uh, thankful for all of you, all of our online listeners, and all of you who called in and graced the mic. We appreciate you. Uh, Look for us in two weeks. And we will be here. Much love. And good night.
tapping into this story anyway. He spoke, causing earthquakes and aftershocks from the wisdom he dropped, shattering Richter scales in hope. He broke me down, and I knew, I knew I would lose my grip, but he steadied me and held me close, and he smiled as I trembled, and he stopped talking, and he kissed my soul so deeply, and I smiled as I tasted myself. Let's love.